0: Good morning everybody. Good morning (laughs) and welcome to St Tom's Online. Thank you so much for joining us this morning and as you can if you know me my name's Sean. Uh, I'm the youth minister at St Thomas's Church and um, we have a new face joining us for our online services today. This is Abby, my wife and would you like to introduce this person? This
1: is Aria,
0: she's 10 weeks old. 10 weeks old. We had baby Aria during lockdown so you're going to you're a little lockdown baby, but um, I know that loads no, of you know that already. But this might be the first time you see her in person, isn't she cute? And um, uh, we might get her to pray later. I'm not sure how that'll work out. Um, but yeah, if you are joining us for the first time this morning, we just want to say welcome and uh, you are so unbelievably welcome um, we hope that you enjoy it if you have any questions you're always free uh, to drop us a dm and someone will get back to you and happy to chat things through with you and uh, we want to say a big uh, good morning to our youth and children's network if you're joining us this morning we would love you to whack in the comments a hello how you doing um we, we'd love to hear from you um so shall we begin with a time of worship abby would you like to pray
1: for us. Yeah, of course. Jesus, I thank you so much for every single person that's at home watching the service right now. And we just pray that as we come together to worship you, that you'll come and meet us, that you'll fill us with, us with your Holy Spirit. Um, and we pray that even though we can't be together in person, that we can really do life together um, and that we can really share um, what you have for us this morning, in each in our homes.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: song so much a few um, weeks before Aria was born we were told that there were lots of complications with her um, and I just went home and I was broken by it Um, and I just listened to this song over and over again on repeat for a couple of weeks while we were waiting for follow-up scans Um, and God did a miracle and she was born perfectly healthy Um, so that song is really really special to me Um, yeah just thought I'd share that so we now have some church notices so the first one is if you've got any stories or testimonies that you would like to share with the church family, um, things that have happened over lockdown or before that, um, please send us your videos or send us an email and we'll share it during the service. Or if you don't want it shared, we'll just pray for you. Um, yeah, we would love to hear your stories.
0: It's fab. And some of you may have seen in the news across the last week or so about the government issuing new guidance around, um, churches being able to start reopening for whatever that looks like. Um, We just wanted to let you know that it takes a little bit of time for the Church of England to process those new guidance and then contextualise it for what that looks like locally for us but we wanted to let you know that there's a really good team of us in the background behind the scenes um, discussing the new guidance and waiting for the Church of England's new guidance um, and praying about it. Um, We are planning to not be in any hurry whatsoever because we want to make sure that when we do start Um, changing the way we're doing things again, that it means that all people can have access to it, that the most vulnerable people um, can have access to it and of course that it's as safe as possible. So we just want to let you know that we are working on it, we are thinking about it, we are praying about it, but we are taking our time uh, just because we really really want to get it right and I hope that's okay. And now I've got a couple of videos uh, just from a few people, we're going to hear from Beth, we're going to hear from me and Ethan, and we're going to hear from Pam. So I'm going to hand over to Beth, I think, first.
2: Hi, everyone. Hope
3: you're doing really well. I just wanted to tell you about something really exciting that we have happening a week today on Sunday, the 5th of July at 7 p.m. Here on Facebook, we are going to be running essentially a deeper celebration service um, where we can all gather together um, and worship with our own worship team. (laughs) I'm getting all the water with my face. Um, We thought we were missing out on having our actual worship leaders uh, lead worship as great as Icing is. It would be great to have some familiar faces on the screen. So, 7pm, make sure you are there. We would love to see you to pray, interact and worship together. Bye!
0: Hello, everybody. I'm here with my main man, Ethan. Um, If you don't know Ethan, he is incredible. He's been part of St. Tom's uh, your whole life. Is that right? Yeah. Amazing. And Ethan is going to be doing something really, really exciting um, in September. So I thought I would just get him on the screen just to get him to tell you a little bit about what that's going to be. So why don't you give us a a little brief um, explanation?
4: Okay so next year I'm going to be working uh, doing this thing called MES which is a ministry experience scheme which will involve me doing a full-time placement at St Tom's and then one day a week having training uh, for leadership and things like that for the church um, in Southampton.
0: Yeah, it's so incredible. And, I, you know, I've had the honour of getting to know you really properly across the last year and mate, you are an amazing person and an incredible leader. So hopefully the scheme, so what you said, you said that, so you're going to be doing a full time placement at St. Tom's and one day a week of training and equipping based at a hub in Southampton. Um, so we, we really hope, you know, you get an amazing uh, year out of it and lots of experience and, and you grow um, and of course we at St Tom's are really excited and really blessed to be able to have you on our team uh, for September to August and that's going to be incredible. Um, so mate, um, in the build-up to starting really in September, what can we be doing as a church family um, to support you? Is, is there anything that you need? Um, well thank you very much, you can um praying a lot of praying would be very helpful and um the big one is i'm going to need somewhere to stay and someone to feed me which i know is a big ask
4: but um it'd be a massive blessing
0: Awesome. So we, as a church family, need to be doing two things. The first thing, and one of perhaps the most important thing, is to be praying for Ethan as he steps up in this new role from September. Uh, praying that God uses him powerfully in our area, but also that he grows personally um, in 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 a, in a in a greater relationship with Jesus. And then secondly, a practical ask, and and this is really a cry out to to anybody listening um, if you have a spare room in your house and you can spare uh, cooking an extra portion at meal times um, and you could have Ethan stay in your home either for the whole duration September to August um, or for just a part of it please could you get in touch um, we, we we're getting close to September now and it's something we really really need to sort out so if that's you um, could you get in touch with me at Sean at st. UK and we can have a conversation um, uh, feel free to just get in touch anyway even if you're not sure because we can talk um, and there's no pressure at all but if that's you it would be an incredible blessing to Ethan but we also know that uh, well this guy's pretty awesome you know he's all right um, he will really bless your home as well in 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 that time so mate thank you so much for for this and uh, thank um, you. On to whoever's next in the notices
3: hello everyone from me and my friend Desmond Desmond normally keeps me company in the church office, but he's keeping me company at home for the time being. I hope you're all well. I'm missing seeing the comings and goings of St. Tom's life from the church office, um, but here I am still working uh, from the comfort of my home and in the company of my family. One of the tasks I get to do uh, is to send the St. Tom's news out to you all. As you will probably know, in normal times, this takes the form of the paper fortnightly outlook and the weekly newsletter that drops into your inbox. For the time being, only the email newsletter will be distributed. So, if you don't currently receive this and would like to have information from St Tom's um, sent to you, then please do sign up for the email newsletter. The information is in the comments box below Um, So please click on the link and uh, fill in your details. And then on a Friday afternoon, you will find the uh, St Tom's newsletter popping into your inbox. That's all from me and Desmond. Take care and hope to see you all soon. Bye.
0: Thank you so much, guys. Aren't they incredible? Um, I wish we had our microphone on during that time because little baby Aria was doing some poos and farts which I'm pretty sure should not be coming out of such a small human being but it's incredible isn't it you can do some amazing little things um Abby what we doing now
1: so like we do every week um we like to have a question that we ask all the children and youth to answer so that we can have a little bit of community time um and hear from some of you so our question for this week so obviously it's been really really warm this week so 32 degrees do you love it or hate it and what's your top tip for staying cool in the really
0: hot weather? Amazing. So if you are an adult, child, young person, we want to see those answers in the comments right now. So what was it? 32 degrees.
1: Love it or hate it. 32
0: yeah. degrees. Love it or hate it. Top tips
1: for staying cool. Top
0: tips for staying cool. Abby, 32 degrees. Do you love it or hate it?
1: Um, I think hate is a strong word, but this little baby did hate it very much. So it was a little bit hard for us. Um, in our little flat to keep her cool but thankfully Dave and Teresa lent us a fan so that was really helpful um, and cooled her down a little bit so it was a bit easier. Yeah.
0: So what are your top tips for staying cool? Get a fan?
1: Get a fan yeah. Get or, a
0: fan. Yeah. <laughs> nice. nice let's have a look at these comments come on I'm, we've got 10 second lag so we are gonna sit here and just and and sort of preamble a bit. Um,
1: what about you Sean? What about Love me? it or
0: hate it? Um well, do you know, I used to love, I, I used to hate the hot weather. Um, I'm really much a winter person. I'm sad like that. But this year, I've actually quite enjoyed the sun, haven't I? Yeah. On the 32 degrees day Thursday, I did more w- walking with people than I've ever done in my life, I think, on the hottest day of the year. So um, my top tip for staying cool is getting a cold flannel and, you know, dabbing it on like that, so <laughs> I think on Thursday I did it about 25 times
2: um,
0: let's look at these comments, so we got uh, so I'm just scrolling up scrolling, scrolling, scrolling we got Danny use a hose pipe all over between Zoom meetings <laughs> okay mate you carry on with that um, we got we got Julie, uh, Julie loves the hot weather, uh, walk by the sea with a nice cool breeze do it, Um just stay away from places like Bournemouth, because <laughs> uh, that looks pretty crazy. Uh, we got Julie, um, sit with your feet in a paddling pool um, and sit in the shade, reading a good book. Nice. Uh, Julie, we'd love to know what book you're reading. Um, Stuart, 22 degrees first, my perfect temperature. Yeah, it's a little, um, It's a bit hotter than that, wasn't it, earlier in the week? Uh, come on, come on. Uh, close the curtains and keep the windows closed during the day and the house will be colder by the evening solid the sun rises on one side of our house and uh goes down on the other so we have the curtain shut on that side and then at the end of the day we have the curtain shut on that side it's amazing uh apparently beth lives for it beth i'm gonna call you out publicly there is so much more to live for sort it out um but i understand what you mean i'm sorry to uh attack you publicly but I can't help myself um, and Ruth sitting in the conservatory with a fan on uh, or walking by the water guys thank you so much for your comments uh, in, it's just great to connect keep whacking them in um, we, we, we would love to still hear from those that haven't yet posted you um, but now I'm going to hand over to our amazing very own Norman who is doing our bible reading for us today
5: Good morning, I'm Norman and today's Old Testament reading comes from the book of Exodus chapter 16 verses 1 to 6 and 13 to 17. And they took their journey from Elam and all the congregation of the children of Israel came unto the wilderness Of sin which is between Elim and Sinai on the 15th day of the second month after their departing out of the land of Egypt and the whole congregation of the children of Israel murmured against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness and the children of Israel said unto them would to God we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the flesh pots, and when we did eat bread to the full. For ye have brought us forth into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Then the Lord, then said the Lord unto Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for them, and the people shall go out and gather a certain rate for every day, that I may prove them whether they will walk in my law law or no. And it shall come to pass that on the sixth day they shall prepare that which they bring in, and it shall be twice as much as they gather daily. And Moses and Aaron said unto all the children of Israel, At even then ye shall know that the Lord hath brought you out of the land of Egypt, and that in the morning then ye shall see the glory of the Lord, for that he hireth your murmurings against the Lord. And what are we that ye murmur against us? And it came to pass that even the quails came up and covered the camp. And in the morning, the dew lay around about the host. And when the dew lay was gone up, behold, upon the face of the wilderness, there lay a small round thing, as small as the whole frost on the ground when the children of Israel saw it, they said one to another, It is manna, for they wished not what it was. And Moses said unto them, This is the bread which the Lord hath given you to eat. This is the thing which the Lord hath commanded. Gather of it every man according to his eating. And Omer, for every man according to the number of your persons, take ye every man for them which are in his tent, And the children of Israel did so, and gathered some more and some less. This is the word of the Lord.
0: Thank you so much, Norman. I do apologise if there is any freezing or lagging going on. Um, it is for us, but hopefully it's OK for you. Um, now we're going to go into... Sorry, Abby was Abby's not been raptured. Um, as uh, Norman was doing that reading, she did an explosive poo that has gone all over her clothes. Uh, so Abby will be back um probably in about a century once she sorted that out um, but we're going to go into a short time of worship just two songs um should shall we pray lord jesus as we come before you now in worship we just want to tell you that we love you and we adore you and we magnify you in jesus name amen
6: Assurance, Jesus is mine Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine era of salvation, purchase of God Born of His Spirit, washed in His blood This is my story, this is my song raising my Saviour is my song praising my savior all the day long perfect submission perfect delight visions of rapture now burst on my sight angels descending bring from above echoes of man- rest, I in my Savior am happy and blessed, watching, waiting, looking above, filled with His goodness, lost in His love, this is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior,
0: Isn't it great to be able to worship together on Sunday mornings? I just saw in uh, some of the comments there a little bit of confusion that I may have caused uh, just before those, because I obviously said, Abby's not here anymore. She's done an explosive poo. Uh, sorry, my darling wife. Please forgive me. Uh, what I meant was this little creature. Um, she had done an explosive poo. So just clarifying that, uh, we're all good in the Mars household. Um Anyway, so we are going to hand over now to the amazing David Owens, who is going to share with us this morning. But before that, Abby you've got a challenge for the Children's Network.
1: Yes, I do. So following from the theme earlier, from talking about the hot weather this week, we would like you to draw a picture of your favourite thing to do in the sunshine in the hot weather and send it into our Facebook page and we'll post them later to share with everyone um, what you've drawn. Or you can build something with Lego or something like that instead if you prefer.
0: Yeah, fabulous. So uh, if you're a Children's Network, get on it. Um, Over to the amazing Dave.
5: Good morning
4: everybody, it's lovely to be with you and to be able to share with you this morning. Um, Over the next three Sundays, we're going to be thinking about preparing for vacancy. And of course, we all wish Ali and Kath and the family God's blessings as they move on in response to God's calling, faithful to their commitment to serve Him where He wants them to be. And actually, as I was thinking about this morning, I was reminded of this year's verse from Isaiah. So, changes it a little bit, but when God said to Ali and Kat, whom shall I send? Their response was, here we are, Lord. So over recent weeks, you might have been experiencing a sense of déjà vu. We've been here before. Or perhaps you're a little bit apprehensive about how things will turn out. What the immediate future will look like? If so, could I ask you to remember what Jesus said to his disciples before his arrest and crucifixion? It comes in that wonderful passage in John 14, verse 1. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. And then... In Matthew's Gospel, after the resurrection, when Jesus met the disciples, he said to them, I will be with you to the end of the age. So I do encourage you, if you feel anxious, or you're feeling unsure about the immediate future, what it will look like, what it holds for us, um, do dwell on those verses. Perhaps use them as a prompt for prayer. Because change can feel threatening, can't it? But actually, it's a natural part of our lives. We go through it all the time. And in relation to our church life, I've been thinking about changes that have happened that we have experienced. For those of you who've been here a few years, going all the way back to Ian Fletcher, to Gabby Llewellyn, to name just two out of a a long list of people who've responded to God's call and moved on in faith just as Ali and Kat are doing now. But I've also been moved to think about how those changes have been counterbalanced by the way God provided for us. And I really do believe that we can look back and draw comfort and encouragement from things like that. Perhaps we didn't expect change to come quite so soon. I'm sure Ali and Kat didn't. But it is what it is. And just as Ali and Kat have responded to the call of God, we should be ready too to respond eagerly to God's call, for surely he has a plan for us, just as he had and has a plan for Ali and Kat in their ministry. And I believe it's a reflection of what we see in today's reading, God's providence. So this morning... I'm focusing on where we've been and I do believe that today's reading from the Exodus, an event which was such a fundamental event in the history of the Israelites, can help us to consider what has happened in this parish, things that have built us up, to consider the providence of God, to consider what we have experienced in the recent past and in that to find comfort and confidence for the future. That's not to say that everything will be smooth and that we won't meet bumps in the road, as it were. But I do believe that those experiences of the past can help us in the future. When I think back to the last vacancy, for instance, one of the important lessons that I learned really quickly was the need for mutual love and support the sense of the church family coming together, being united on the journey. And it may seem that we're about to set off again on another journey into the unknown, but actually that describes our life in many ways, doesn't it? And in particular our life of faith. We're on a journey led by God, going to where he wants us to be. And We don't always know the destination. That's certainly what we find in the Bible. Think about the time when God asked Abram to set off on a journey to where God would lead him. Abram trusted God and stepped out in faith. And I believe it it describes too the journey of the Israelites in Exodus. Today's episode takes place not long after the start of their journey. And it seems to me that that reading about manna and quails has something to say to us as we prepare for the next stage in the life of St Thomas's. First of all, what did the Israelites think would happen when the limited supplies of food that they'd managed to carry out of Egypt ran out? Did they think God would let them starve? That he who was their guide their protector, their saviour, on this long and arduous journey, wouldn't have a plan for them. Perhaps their complaint in verse 3 is illuminating. The Israel, sorry, the Israelites said to them, If only we had died by the Lord's hand in Egypt. There we sat around pots of meat and ate all the food we wanted. But you have brought us out into this desert to starve this entire assembly to death they had to learn to trust the Lord. In verse 4, we read, Then the Lord said to Moses, I will rain down bread from heaven for you. The people are to go out each day and gather enough for that day. In this way, I will test them and see whether they will follow my instructions. And the Israelites Also, had to come to know that the Lord would provide, which of course is exactly what he did. Jumping to the end of the chapter, verse 35, we read The Israelites ate manna for 40 years until they came to a land that was settled. They ate manna until they reached the border of Canaan. Isn't that a graphic illustration of God's providence, His care, and His love? And I'd suggest that it's just the same for us. We can look back to see what God has done in this place and in our current situation, draw encouragement from that. So in addition to the experience of the last vacancy, what else have we witnessed? Well, just think of the range of ministries that we now have. Just a few of them. There are many, many more. The opening of St Thomas's on the Hill. Living with Life, the Bereavement Café, Just Viewing, the Board Games Café, Ride and Ramble, Monday Prayer, Open the Book and, of course, very recently, the provision to reach out beyond the physical bounds of the parish and to engage more widely through streamed services. Just a taster of how God has been moving in this place. And in all cases, people have moved forward in faith, trusting God. You see, anxiety in the present about the future could blind us to the things God has provided and continues to provide. We shouldn't forget what God has done for us in the past. Today's reading illustrates God's care. Again, God has provided for us in the past and will continue to provide for us in the future. But that Exodus passage also does remind us that in our journey of faith, we will be tested. And although we may be taken by surprise, not so God. Because in those times of testing, God's purposes for us are being worked out. And we're called to obedience and faith at those times. So, what is the manner that God has given to us and continues to give in this present situation? It's beyond bread, isn't it? It's it's comfort, encouragement, hope and confidence. It's an invitation to come together in faith and in prayer and to trust in the Lord. And I'd suggest that our recent experiences bears witness to that. Undoubtedly, there will be challenges ahead, just as there were for the Israelites in the wilderness. But we can be certain that as God guided and provided for them then, so he will for us now. But as we learned at the last vacancy, and this one's a tough one, we need to have patience. Not easy to achieve at times, is it? modern society, it, it's very immediate, you you want something, you want it now and you have to have it. But we're not like that. We need to be able to wait prayerfully, but expectantly on the Lord's timing. So to close, once again, Jesus' words to his disciples. Wonderful advice and encouragement for us here today. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. So, let's do that. Trust in God to provide. He's provided for us in the past and will continue to provide for us in the future. And let us keep in mind that the past can feed and give us confidence as in the present we wait for the future that God has planned for us. Amen.
0: Thank you so much, Dave. Uh, mate, you've got serious wisdom. Um, Abby was with me, she's gonna join me for this bit, but uh, baby needs a feed. Um, so it's just me for this bit, but it would be really good um, if we could just forget about this uh, screen barrier for a second. Um, and just imagine that talking in the comments, uh, that we are really together. Um, it would be really good to pray and to respond to what Dave has said. So I'm going to do it in two parts. And the first part, um, we, we're going to take about a minute on each, if that's okay. The first part is we really, really, really do need to pray for the Methums. Um, Kat and the family have uh, moved down to their new home this week, and Annie's going to be around a couple uh, more weeks, and um, but we really, really want to bre- bless them and pray for them as they are beginning the, this transition into a new adventure. So this is what we're going to do. I want you to pray for the Metham family in the comments. Um, so whatever it is, you, you want to pray blessing over them, you want to pray equipping over them, you want to pray um, uh, just for their protection, for their safety, and that they have a great time um so what i want you to do is we're going to pause for one minute and i'm gonna pray just in my head because i can't comment here Um, but i'd love you to pray in the comments for that family i think i saw nat um uh was watching earlier so i know that some of them are are joining us here and i know they would be so blessed to know that we are praying them on their new uh, praying them out on their new adventure so um, start praying. Start whacking it in the comments, and I'm just gonna—I'm gonna close my eyes, and I'm gonna pray here. We'll give you uh, another 20 seconds, or so. Thank you, guys. It's awesome to see your prayers coming in. So let me pray generally for them as a family. Father God, we thank you so much for the Metham family. Lord, we thank you for the blessing it's been to have them here as our leaders and as our friends. And Lord, we pray that as they begin their new adventure. Lord, that they would move powerfully in your Holy Spirit, Lord. That you would bless their ministry, that you would bless their home, their family, Lord. That you would bless uh, schooling and colleging, and all the uh, of the new relationships that need to be built. And Lord, we ask for your protection spiritually around that family. And we thank you for them. We are so blessed for the time they've been here. And Lord, we ask for your blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. So Abby's joined us. Do, do you want to... I know this is the other way around for us, but did you want to lead the second part of this, or should I? Yeah, I You've forgotten what it was. <laughs> She's forgotten what it was. Um, that's okay, I'll do it. So um, part two, uh, this is... We, we, we've prayed for the Methams. We need to pray for us and what's going on here at St. Tom's. And as Dave rightly said, um, we are... Entering into what can feel like a bit of a, uh, a desert, a bit of uncertainty, it can be confusing, it can be scary, and anxiety can build up. And I want to propose to you this morning that as we enter into this period of transition, this period of vacancy, and this period of change for us as a church family, that the best place to start is with our own heart. Um, to forget everything else for a second and to get this bit right. And um, we get our hearts right in one very simple way. And that's by saying, um, yes, I am anxious, but Jesus, you are center stage. Yes, I am worried, but Jesus, I trust in you. Yes, I'm fearful. Yes, I'm uncertain. Yes, the change is scary. But I'm not going to let that affect me. I'm not going to let that affect my character. I'm not going to let that affect our behaviours and our decisions. Instead, Jesus, we come before you. That's how we start. Um, So what I want to do is I'm going to pray and then I'm going to pause for 20 seconds. And the prayer I'm going to pray is going to ask Jesus if he could just check our hearts as a church family, that where we are um, misplacing our trust where we haven't got Jesus in first place, where we are, uh, where we are concerned and scared and un- and and not trusting, that we would in our in our uncertainty, in our fear, choose to follow Jesus into it. So I'm going to pray, and then we're going to pause for twenty seconds. And I would love it if you joined with me in this. This is a great place to start getting this bit right, and everything. It would the Bible says everything flows from the heart. So let's start with the heart. Let's get this right. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are with us in the wilderness. And Lord Jesus, we know that you care more about what goes on in our hearts than pretty much anything else. So, Father, we want to check ourselves and we ask, Holy Spirit, will you reveal to us individually and corporately where our heart is not right, where our heart can redirect its trust. And Lord, we come to you now in this time of change and say, Lord Jesus, yes, we have no idea what we're doing. We have no idea what's coming. We can be anxious and we can be worried. But Lord Jesus, we trust you. We trust that your heart is to build your church, to build your kingdom and to build your people. So we hand it to you now. And say, Lord, replace our fear and anxiety with peace and confidence in the God of the universe. Amen. You may have seen in the comments a little bit earlier, Sheena sharing a Bible verse with you. It's quite a good one. I've got it up here on my phone. Um, it was Hebrews 12, verse 12, which says this, therefore, strengthen your feeble arms and weak knees. This is a time of consolidation, a time where we we redirect our, our, our anxiety into trust, trusting in Jesus. I hope that was helpful. Um, it is scary and, and weird times, and I'll be honest with you, I feel it just as much as I'm sure you do and um, truly our hope is in Jesus, our hope is in following him into this adventure that we have here at St Tom's um, so I hope that prayer was a helpful starting place as we enter into change Ooh, That was heavy How are you? Good Nice, how's the baby? Do you want to show it? Do you wanna show them the face? This, this is, helps us to transition Look at this little face, oh your lips. Um, she doesn't like me doing that obviously. Um, we are going to have our final song of worship now, which is Set a Fire one of my favorite songs, Set a Fire uh, in My in my Soul. And uh, it's a, it's a wonderful song. It's also going to be our offering song. Um, and as you uh worship, you'll see in the corner of the screen, um, there are two links that you can use if you would like to give. Obviously, if you Um, are a regular part of our church and it's part of your timing we would love that Um, if you are new uh, uh, or or, or for any other reason there is no pressure to give Um, there is no obligation so feel released to not if you don't want to but um, if if you do it's there in the corner Um, so I am going to put on our final song Amazing. That was uh, one of my favourite songs. It was lagging for us. I hope it wasn't for you. Um, So this brings us to the end of our time together this morning. Um, So um, why? But just a couple of reminders for you. um, As Beth said, right at the beginning, next Sunday evening at 7pm, we are doing a deeper worship night. Uh, which will be live on facebook we'd love you to join it for us and the other thing which we haven't mentioned yet but we're mentioning right now is you'll see in the comments here um that there is a pinned link with some zoom codes on it um straight after this as soon as it finishes Um, I will open up a Zoom room. And for anybody at all that would like to just quickly pop in and connect and just say hello, we would love to see your face. Um, Just a reminder, our Zoom etiquette here at St Tom's is if you are not comfortable with having your camera on, then stay a black square. That's absolutely fine. We don't mind. Uh, We would just love to see you. So please click the link and, and join us after the service. So, Abby, would you finish by closing us in prayer?
1: Yes, of course, I'm going to read a prayer that was in the Lectio 365 um, prayer act this morning, which is called the Sabbath Blessing. May this day bring Sabbath rest to our hearts and our homes. May God's image in us be restored and our imagination in God be restored. May the gravity of material things be lightened and the relativity of time slow down. May we know grace to embrace our infinite smallness in the arms of God's infinite greatness. May God's word feed us and his spirit lead us into the week and life to come. Amen. Amen.
0: And sorry, I we would have been a lovely finish there, but I've just seen in the comments Pam mentioning that next Sunday is a St Thomas's Gift Day, and I've just completely forgot to mention it. But I'm going to mention it right at the very end, so it stays right in there. Um, we um obviously as you you know, um, Abby has been doing voluntary children's ministry uh, up until the baby and then she stopped. And at the moment we don't have a children's and families minister. Um, but our heart at St Thomas's, we would love to have somebody as a children and families minister um, again so we are putting our gift day into Uh, putting our whatever you give whatever whatever we receive um, we're going to be putting towards employing another children's oh she's a bit unhappy she doesn't like me talking about this Um, uh, employing another children's and families minister so next week um, if you pray about it this week come ready to give because we really really want to see this ministry at St Tom's thrive and grow and we want to invest in it and the best one of the best ways is with our money so um, if you if you are willing Please be ready to do that next week. Um, awesome. I'm just looking at the comments. Anything else? No. Awesome, guys. It's been really uh, good to have you with us this morning. And remember, join us for our Zoom coffee right now. It will be up and running in the next five minutes. Um hope you have a wonderful rest of your Sunday and a great week. Toodle pips. And God bless.